Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Arganissima, New York. Well, 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 welcome back to the iHealth channel and iHealth radio with your host, Hurricane H. New day, new show, new guests in plural today. And as a matter of fact, our guests are from two parts of the world. Uh, one is from the UK and one is from Canada. And I'm in Jersey. So, so we're basically using technology right now all over the world. So, so uh, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, and, and so with me today I have Joe Fletcher and Harry Durbitsky. And they both are part of this team, Mental Health Transformations, and they're going to talk to us about the team. There's more of them. Today, we have two representatives of this crew, and, and their mission is, is aligned uh, to our mission in the channel, which is delivering uh, resources and, and, and sharing value uh, with people, value that people may not know, that your listeners of viewers right now, you might not know about some of the things that they will share with us today. And one of the questions that poses itself pretty much all the time, and we all go through this and hear about this, uh, people go through tough time in life, you know, and sometimes they face addiction, anxiety, depression, mental health issues, and, 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 and there are a lot of ways to deal with that, um, you know, and, but, but do we all know what's available to us? And do we all have access to all the resources? And that's, those are big questions. So, but today with our team, Joe and Harry, we will explore what's available and they do have an actual formula they do have concepts that are established that work well for people and and they have also a message to to deliver so first things first joe harry welcome to the show thank you thank you very much let me answer your question to read directly to it first okay. of all we we very i strongly have a personal opinion about mental health providers and so on. Most of it is bullshit. So just, just to be real clear about the resources that are out there, I'm not too keen on them. And the reason I'm not too keen about them is, is they don't work. And they, they, they produce a wrong image for the person. So what's the right image? The truth is you're never broken. The truth is you always have been and always will be perfect. Except as I was talking to Hurricane, I said, but you don't think so. So there's the misconcept. How, how they deal with thought is the misconcept. They take you into the past, 100% wrong. You don't fix your tra traumas and your stuff and go into the past and analyze. Oh, well, they understand that they don't understand about that. So they give extreme pharmaceutical help. It's not help, it's short-term relief 
that at a certain point, a person comes to grips with something in their mind. It's not working. I either become a, a overweight vegetable or I accept the fact that it's not working. And then they start to look for alternatives. And that's what Joe and I were talking about this morning, Hurricane. We've noticed an openness in mental health that is not in addiction. Addiction is totally lost. It's 12 steps absolutely has a fantastic percent. You could pick your nose and get 5%, let alone. So they don't have the answer. And they do pretend. Oh, well, and, every, and they defend. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with it because they're at least five, helping 5% of the people. And they give other people a fellowship. That's what we have, Hurricane, that's very powerful. Our little group of six people are a fellowship. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, I'm the lead coach. Uh-uh. We're the team. See the difference? I'm not coaching Joe. We're helping each other understand we had a meeting today an evolution in our group where we were sharing together not as as this and this psychologist and, and sicky or diseased but this we're all here to to share together and joe is going to prove to you people what i'm talking about because you're not going to listen to me because I know what I'm talking about, and I guarantee you won't listen to that. Absolutely not. You want to listen to the bullshit, because it is what the world is preaching. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Must be true. So many people are saying it. But the people in mental health are starting to realize, ah, it's not working. Mm -hmm. What does work? And how, could, how come mystics can talk about mental health, except they call it soul or le higher level of consciousness, where psychologists can't talk about mind, thought, and consciousness. How come they don't ever talk about that? They talk about they, the trauma, it's a disease, the, the problem, the fixing. Well, we have a, a colleague who took 26 years of university. He's a psychiatrist very well-esteemed psychiatrist. He said, in university, I took 26 years, I became an expert on mental illness. Not one minute was spent on mental health. They can define mental illness. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about mental health, not your mental health scenario, not your mental health symptom that shows that you're messed up mental health. Joe, how does that kind of work? Why don't you, Joe is the communication manager for our group and really a, a spark plug for why we're on this show. Because as you see, you never knew me, but you talked to good old Joe and Joe from England, not from Canada, shared a feeling of that you liked. Well, he did. And, and, and so before we go to Joe, I, I do, first of all, thank you for, for being direct <laughs> and, and, and saying, saying it as it is. And, and, you know, some people may have their own version of what that means in terms of health and so on, mental health. But really, we're going to explore your angle and your value and your proposition. But, but, and, but, and our results. And results. Perfect. Results that's is everything, That's right? what we're emphasizing. 
We're not emphasizing theory and understanding. We have that, as you mentioned, but we're emphasizing proof. We as they have say. proof. I have more proof than any other psychiatrist in the world, and I'm not a psychiatrist. I, oh, I, oh, excuse, I forgot to mention, I never have taken a psychology course. Well, that's where I was going. So I was going to ask, and I know you have started this 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 whole program, the group. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I say it organically created itself. Okay. I guess that answers that question. So so you were the the pioneer, the startup. I I was part of the action. Okay. I, li I like I like the um, you being humble, but <laughs> but but I've read that you know it sparked with you, and then then the rest was history, and then the the, the team started with me with me and one man from England. Four of the five people are from England, and one are from one is from Croatia, and I'm from Canada. None of us have ever met each other. Wow, awesome. it's all Zoom. It's all Zoom. Hey, you know what? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Well, it seems to work. It is. <laughs> it's, it's part of the proof. Nobody would use Zoom if it didn't work. Oh, listen, before COVID, it, it was available, but a lot of people didn't use that technology much. But obviously, after COVID, it became the technology. And, and frankly, you know, it changed the world how we do things right now, even in different practices. I mean, uh, even in our practice. Exactly. Now you don't have to go physical to anywhere. You so, do so let's let watch. See, see, we're talking about the three principles which we're going to talk about is a spiritual psychology. If you take spirit out of psychology, you're a fool. So all the psychologists are fools. You cannot have a psychology through the intellect. That's what they define psychology as, through the intellect and how you think. Can never, ever find an answer there. Zero percentage of finding an answer there. However, you go into the spiritual, to the nothingness. Oh, nothingness. What unknown? Oh, the the love of the universe, the breath that we breathe. Oh, there you'll find the answer. So all my job is to is in every. I deal with clients in every continent: addiction, mental health, financial, marriages, anxiety. Um, uh, just you name it. But Harry, you know, but just sec. How can I do that when I don't know any of those areas? Well, you have a team. No, uh, they're not working with me on that. Okay. Care to share? I just simply raise. Once the person's level of consciousness rises, they tap into their own love and wisdom. And they answer their own problems. That works. Hundred percent. It's the only way it works. So then, Harry, question: Someone can ask, and listening to the show right now, um, you obviously, you know, you and someone else started, and then you had the group. But what triggered it? I mean, was there an experience? Uh, was it a set of experiences? Was it the lack of having? Now, now that is a real question. That's a really good question. It, it started in 1973 when Sidney Banks. A welder with a grade nine education had an enlightenment experience. Mm -hmm. And in that ex enlightenment experience, he saw three 
the three sacred or spiritual principles of psychology. Universal mind, mm -hmm. another word for universal mind, God. So God's mind is just a psychological word for God or spirit. If you're in the indigenous world, don't use, you don't use uh, God and you don't use mind, you use spirit, but they're all the same thing. Okay, all this universe. And within that universal mind, there is innate wisdom within you mm -hmm. that connects to the whole, you're a drop in the ocean. But I like what Rumi says, a Muslim, you're not, you're not a drop in the ocean, you're an ocean in the drop. The whole world. Very philosophical, yes. Very philosophical. This is philosophically yes. common sense, just common sense. I'm not going to say anything new. In the old, old days, psychology was the field of mind and consciousness. Then they said, we don't know anything about mind. That's the world of religion. Let's get rid of that. Then they, they said, well, now we don't know anything about consciousness either. So let's get rid of that. And that's when they got totally lost and got into behaviorism, where they totally gave, gave away the essence of the truth. So the three spiritual principles of psychology are universal mind, universal consciousness. You wouldn't be here if you weren't aware, right? Fair. And then the, the one that you are aware of, thought, but not personal thought. That should shut up and pay, pay attention to universal thought, the thought of God, the thought of of the universe speaking through you. And you say, well, how does that work? Now, here's an interesting analogy. I'm gonna give you an image, okay, to show you how simple it is. I'm it. also a, um, a pipe carrier in the indigenous world, which doesn't make any sense because I'm obviously not an Indian, right? But I'm a powerful pipe carrier, one of the most powerful. They come to me and ask me to do the pipe. Imagine one white guy in a crowd of 200 Indians, and he's in the middle doing the ceremony. It's pretty cool, isn't it? That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, how do I do it? The image, Fool's Crow says, it's like hollow bones. Hmm. The more hollow, the more the spirit speaks through you. That's how you live. The more you listen to Mr. Personal Noisy, Mr. Noisy up here, the more messed up you're going to be because it's the way of the world. The world is lost and pretends it knows the answers. Yeah, you turn on the news, you notice, very good at reporting the description of the problem, <laughs> but no answers. You turn on sports, the experts there who have played tennis, they never know when an upset is happening. They're the most shocked of everybody because they're caught up in their image of who you are, Hurricane. But you know as well as I do, my image of who you are is not who you are. That is true. And that's what the psychology is telling you. I have an image of you. It's going to be a lie, but you should believe it. Well, I don't have to believe it. <laughs> I mean, that's, see, that's where free will comes in. That's all we're teaching you is that it's just thought. If you let thought go, don't I'm get gonna... attached to your thoughts. You'll, you'll find that the clouds disappear and the sun is still shining. 
Well, well, first of all, Harry, I think we're going to have an interesting discussion today because you're really triggering some good points, and I, I want to get deeper with those. But I do want to go to Joe. <laughs> Is no, right? Joe. <laughs> so, so Joe, I know we we I interrupted. You know, uh, he's giving you the baton, but but I I wanted just to to ask that basic question of where it all started, and and definitely Harry, you brought up some nice uh, topics of discussion, and I know. Uh, we're talking about spiritual, we're talking about God, uh, and, and, and we can even get into that realm in terms of, of definitions and, and, and views of that, because uh, there are, like you mentioned, Rumi as a Muslim, there's the different religions, different approaches to it, but, but where does it all, you know, wind up? Where, where do we all kind of like, you know, sit on the- How does it relate to mental health? Exactly. Well, we're going to get there. So, okay. so I want to give Joe an opportunity to, to, to share his piece, and then we can go back and, and do that debate. So, so Joe, um, I think Harry just gave you the, the, the green light to go ahead and, and, and tell us about, you know, your experience and, and the transformation and, and how you've learned about all this and, and, and came about to be part of the team. So get us that story. Tell us about that. And, and, and what, how do you convey that message to, to our listeners and viewers? Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I was sick as a child, diagnosed with like, chronic fatigue. And then, like Harry said, I went to um, doctors and they started giving me different diagnoses and things like OCD and saying, well, that's who you are and write out your prescription. And then you kind of just take the pills and um, took them for years and they start giving you all these prescriptions of the brain. And so, yeah, I kind of went through, well, just thinking that was who I was. And so just kind of accepting that really, and that there wasn't a massive amount I could do. And so, yeah, I went through different therapies and it kind of gave me like temporary relief and that, but then it would always go back after I stopped seeing the therapist and kind of go back to how I was. And so I spent most of my life kind of depressed and anxiety and tiredness and feeling ill and just kind of blaming the world and hating the world. And then it was when I had the beginning of the lockdown, I happened to read a book that talked about thought and um, how we think we're capturing the world when actually we're projecting onto the world mm -hmm. and then thinking that's the truth. And I really saw something then that actually, oh, actually, all these issues and that, that I thought I'd just been given. I actually had the power in myself and I was creating this myself. And so it was kind of like a really big shift for me then and a whole new perspective. And then it was when I saw Sydney Banks name in there that I just wanted to hear more. And so I started checking his videos out and that and one of the big things I heard was when he said that we all live in mental health, but don't realize it. And then it was just such a wow for me at that point. And then it's kind of, because I mean, I'd always been interested in kind of more than just the physical world and believed in like there was something before the physical and there had to be more because, I mean, I couldn't see ourselves just being like biological machines. I thought there must be something that's behind that. And so it kind of really resonated. And I was just listening to loads of what he was saying. And then, um, I kind of had a period of just getting really anxious and um, I just woke up one night and just felt this really kind of pure energy sort of loving me. And then that was when I kind of was like really buzzing and that and it felt great. But then my personal mind came back in and sort of was fighting back and it was almost like, and what it felt like, the only way I can describe it is if you've got your car in neutral and you ran your foot on the gas pedal and it's just running in red. And so I was going through that and my mind, I just couldn't sit still. I was all over the place. And... And so I was kind of, um, it was that point I discovered Dr. Bill Pettit, who was um, one of the leading psychiatrists in the Free Principles community. And he was talking about how um, what we call mental illness and phys most physical illnesses are actually alarm systems for 
and we're getting stuck in our mental stress and our mental mind. And so that was starting to cause a shift on me, but I was still really in my head. And I kind of started getting this story that I'd had this enlightenment experience, but I felt terrible. And I was going really, I feel really bad. And I was doing so well before listening to Sid and that. And then it was then I had what you'd call an insight. It just, this thought came from nowhere that, no, this is not an enlightenment experience. Enlightenment experience is beautiful. This is your thought causing this. And I mean, before I'd tried things like Tai Chi, I tried exercise, which would temporarily slow it down, but then it would speed up again. And just that one thought insight like that, my brain just slowed down. And then it was, I was still getting that feeling in my head, um, kind of like almost pain and that. But then I remembered again, it came back, what Dr. Pettit said, and I just noticed it and it would go each time. And so then it was kind of knowing that actually all these feelings and all these things were alarm systems. I could just notice then when I was starting to get in my head and would get lost. And then it was, it would start off with like my hand tapping or start pacing around. And so then it was a whole new perspective that they'd never told me. And they'd never told me in like the mental health that actually I was healthy inside. They just told me I had this diagnosis and that, and it just took all my hope away really for life. And suddenly I had this whole new hope, but I still kind of, kind of confused what happened to me. And so I saw this webinar come up, which was the three principles from indigenous perspective. And um, as I said before, it kind of felt like I was um, kind of an indigenous type experience where I'd kind of almost felt like I was floating in the universe at times in that. And I wanted to ask if that was kind of what I meant by spirit walking. And so I went on there and asked the question and then Harry was on there. And so I kind of saw it as like these diagnosis and that and kind of ones we have and kind of a negative experience. And he said, actually it was spiritual gifts. And then it was just like, oh yeah, a whole new like kind of perspective for me. A positive that, instead of a negative yeah. on the truth of what you had experienced, then the lie that you are telling yourself. And I mean, even though Harry said that to me, the wisdom still came up from within me because I heard it. And so it wasn't a knowledge given to me, but it opened it up for me. And then that was when I was invited to the group. And then I heard all these other people and I really heard then actually what they were speaking was the truth. And it was so different to the other groups I've been to before because there was all like the negative and kind of poor you. And like I would go there before and talk about my problems. Whereas this just talked truth. And when I talked truth, the problems just dropped away. And so maybe before I would come and think, oh, I'm gonna talk about my problems. And I realized I completely forgot them then. And then it's when I would go to that feeling and see that actually these wise people, and then when we share and we come together in that consciousness, that our consciousness rises together. And then you feel that actually you can feel that health in you always in you but then we just get stuck in mr noise and mr story maker and but we don't have to believe that's our, our true self that's not our, that's just our thoughts and you go into the silence and you realize that actually i really am the silence i am that feeling from the silence and the thoughts are just a story that's been made up and then when they tell you you've got a label they've put a story on you and then you believe that story and then you become that and so it was a whole new perspective and then like I say before, I kind of um, became communications manager then because I found this, um, I was in like a mental health group and I suggested, why don't we do this talk? And so we did this talk and that, and then there was another charity, I did that. And then I thought, oh, I could get these. And so we started doing that. And then um, we kind of decided we can do this little video um, together. And then it, it was really interesting learning experience because Harry would make these decisions and I was kind of like, well, sort of Harry, I can't do that, it's too hard or something. And then I'd suddenly, get quiet and then actually this new idea would come into my head I thought oh yeah I can do it like that and I'll do it and then I realized then that actually I was just restricting myself all the time with my thinking about myself and so I kind of had a big thing then now well actually there's so much more I can do that I don't even realize 
and it's true with everyone that we have this health always within us but we kind of get stuck in the past and i mean i was always stuck in the past all the time and i probably spent i'd say 90 95 of my time living in the past and kind of blaming the past and then when i realized actually that it's the present that's what exists and that's where my health is and that's where my true self is is in the present and that's where we all are and when you go to the science you realize actually that's the spiritual is the health and the, the feeling and being in the peacefulness the tranquility of the silence and so we make concepts up about even when you say the word spiritual but actually it's really simple it's just my mind and i wanted to work everything out and i tried to and i just got myself in more and more knots and then i realized you can't you can't solve the mental with the the, the intellect can't solve the intellect and actually i kind of realized now it's kind of in some ways look at it, it's quite funny really that how absurd sometimes the intellect is that it kind of suffers and it doesn't want to suffer but it's causing the suffering and then it wants to solve the suffering it causes more suffering and then it's all kind of like fighting with itself and tricking itself and playing games with itself but then your true self just kind of there all the time observing it and just kind of sitting there and you know that actually that's never broken that's never damaged and you can tell because from moment to moment the story is always changing in my head of who I am but that feeling and that quietness and that I mean that's constant and every time you go to it it's exactly the same well, it's the story is always changing, isn't it? And one, one minute I'm happy, one minute it feels sad, one minute next thing and that. And so, oh, I don't want to feel sad, I don't want to feel sad. And you can't think, well, actually, you're causing that and then you don't want it. And so you can, I can laugh at it now, really, and just the absurdity of it, really. Well, so first of all, thank you for, for breaking it down, I mean, to your experience. Uh, and, and, and you've, you've both of you, Harry and Joe, you've touched on some key concepts that we know about, but we almost ignore them at the same time. <laughs> and so let me explain. You, you know, you're right. We are different in a lot of ways. And we are caught in what we are known, we are knowing through, through the media, through what people are feeding us. If you're going through a tough time or anything, depression, whatever the case may be, and, and we do seek the help, usually, as you said earlier, we get a good knowledge of what the problem is, and they give you short-term pieces to, to solve the problem. But really, even with that, people cannot resolve the issues. They cannot get better unless they change themselves, unless they start, first of all, believing, and they get to that higher self. That's one piece. And, and you also talked about the concept of the spirit, God, the personal, the consciousness, that's that's the higher level where a lot of people may not even be part of, or at least they're not aware. That's the other part. I mean, being aware of, of spirituality is a whole different world. And there are people today that don't even believe in that, or at least they don't seek into that, that world. And, no, and that's everybody, like, everybody believes in it, but they have different words for it. Fair. So, so if you, for some people, God, is absolutely taboo. Spiritual is taboo. And if you're talking to a businessman, you talk about clarity of business decisions. Oh, what is this? <laughs> you, know, you just bring it down to the level that they can accept. And my daughter for a long time did not, and maybe still does not believe in a higher power, but she certainly believes in peace of mind. Mm -hmm. What is a higher power but peace of mind? It's just, so everybody has a, a different interpretation. We all live in separate realities. And let me explain why that is. Because you have free will to think whatever you want. Correct. And you have done it. You have free will. So you have created your own separate reality. Different than my reality. Thus, I cannot tell you the answer. You have 
to find it out for yourself. That's a very important thing to understand. Uh, you go to a fool, you're going to get fool's advice. That's the way it works. And, and so everybody knows spiritual. True, everybody doesn't like the word spiritual, but I'm not talking about the word. I, I went to a, a ceremony in Digis. There were all young people. They were talking about breath and yoga. And it's just, it's the same thing. But they're in, wrapped up in their world of, of whatever that is. So you talk to them about that. It's all the same thing. It's always the same thing. Got news for you. Psychology is spiritual too. How you think is a spiritual gift. Don't agree. tell me that, that that gift is, is coming from your brain. That brain is just the biological computer. It is not the source of your thoughts. You oh, may think it is, and that's what the field of psychology is trying to retrain your brain. But as I said before, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, Harry, there's the, the old... Uh... Greek mythology, or it's not mythology, I think Greek believes of, <laughs> of, of really uh, the, uh, the ghost in the machine. <laughs> not like a guy. I no, hate the world, and no. if two psychologists would get it together. No. I, actually, I actually have a lot of psychologist friends that I laugh at. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> well I, actually, I'm going to ask that question in a minute about how do you. <laughs> How, how do they perceive you and how do you deal with it? I mean, I'm sure, you know, they have an opinion about it and it sounds controversial with them because- well, it's, it, it, See, the, at my age, people come to me. So if they come <laughs> to me, they come to me because they've heard something that they like that I'm saying and they recognize that it's different. So they want, they want that. They rececognize they've been through the status quo and it got them nowhere. So they, oh, this guy's, this guy. And he seems to be happy. He's not just talking about happiness. He seems to... Results. Yeah, he seems to be epitomizing a guy who knows about happiness and contentment. That's what I teach, you know? And, and if I, you know, I don't... The psychologists that I talk to, most of them are colleagues who are into the three principles. So they, of course, are, have a, a similar appetite for what I'm what I'm talking about but when I'm talking to people who are psychologists I'm very very careful example example I had a client who who was uh, addicted to benzos not the that all benzos are heavy but the heaviest of the heavy mm. I knew so much about benzos that I had to write to Dr. Bill Pettit and ask him what they were that's how much I knew about benzos. What are these things? But we had two one and a half hour talks about the spiritual reality of life and she dropped the benzos. And then- Just like that. Just like that. And then she went to, she had a meeting with her psychiatrist. And so she says, he says, how are you doing? He says, well, I'm off them. He says, it's impossible. Nobody gets off these. She says, well, I'm off. Then she tried to teach him what she had learned. You'd think he would be open to hearing somebody who had dropped them. Was he open to it? Not, not an inch of being open to it. He was offended, afraid, 
extra afraid because she challenged his belief system. And she was the student or the client teaching. The teacher, <laughs> the master. <laughs> well, so, so Harry, that's exactly, I think, where the issue lies. You know, people are conditioned to a format and questioning the format or the system is usually a problem. And you come in all of a sudden and start, you know, almost destroying their original belief world. <laughs> I mean, that's like the matrix with the blue and the red pill, right? Uh, I, I'm not great, sure. If, great movie though. Great movie. I, I love the series, right? I mean, the, the yeah, trilogy, yeah. right? But, but, but that's, I mean, there's a lot of movies actually that, that tackled the topic of, of the true world and, and the spiritual world. I mean, there's more to this world than we think of. When I refer to the mythology is, is about, you know, there's the soul, there's the spirit, there's the body, there's the connection to, to the, 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 the all power, you know, in the universe uh, in, and the energy in the world. So there's more to this than just the physical aspect. As you said, the brain is just chemical reaction. It's just a, a biological, you know, almost device, if you want to call it that way. It is but, a, biog a biological computer. It is, but but and and there's more to it. I mean, there's there's also energy there. There's just just an influx of chemical reaction and 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 electronic, uh, uh, well, electric, you know, uh, ner nerves and nerves and 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 really uh, what do you call it, communication in there. But but the fact of the matter is, people do not define things beyond what they what the obvious, right? So we know some rules, and again, depends on your upbringing and and where you were raised and what uh, culture. It's all bullshit. It 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 just you you just have to. You have to, do they want healing or do they not want healing? If True. They want, if they want healing, if they, I don't mean they say they want healing. If they really want healing, they have to go to where the healing is. And healing is inside them. But so Harry. It's no secret. It's no secret. Yes, it's not, it's not the status quo standard, bio, the clinical binary yes, no system of, the word I use is, you go to the intuitive. Mm. Don't go to your logical mind for answers. Go to the intuitive. Now, women have been saying that since the beginning of time, and the men would go, well, what do you mean? In intuition. <laughs> intuition. What is, what is that? Define it for me. And they would go, and, they, and the men would say, you mean like this? And the women would say, no, not like that. And you go, well, I don't get it. It's hard to yes. describe. So that's the state I want my clients to come to me. You don't get it. But Harry, I agree with you to a degree because I understand your concept and your approach, but first for anyone to realize that they're on the wrong, they have to, to accept that they're in the wrong, at least to know that they're sick, they're not in the right place. And, and I think that's the problem. We're all kind of like blinded. Well, and, and, it sort of and, is and it sort of isn't. You know, okay. like, see, see, if you're a psychologist, it's a big problem because you're dealing with that thing. Mm. So, so everybody comes to me, they have only one problem. There's Which only is... one problem that 100% of my clients have, and they all come from all different ways. Mm. The problem is they don't like their thinking and they want to know how to control it. And I'm telling them, if you stop thinking about it, you'll like your thinking. If you don't have a problem, is when you think. So they don't get that. So I lighten the feeling. As soon as the feeling rises and they look at it, they get it. You see, 
If you're in the muck, that feeling will not produce the answer. That's what Joe's talking about. He was in the muck mm -hmm. and he just regurgitated more bullshit. And guess what he got? Lots of bullshit. Well, true. And he didn't like it. Did you like it, Joe? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. So, oh, what happened, Joe, when I told you a little thing that it was a, a mystical feeling rather than a negative experience? What was your feeling like? Well, I'd say it kind of went to the positive thing and opened and, my eyes. And the, my went, yeah. and the feeling went sky high. It flew, yeah. And blew then, his head off sky high. Well, in that feeling, you look at your problem like it's a joke. But in the seriousness of the moment, in seriousness, you'll find 100% mental illness. Lack of seriousness, you'll find mental health. Which one do you want, Hurricane? Mental uh, illness or mental health? I would say mental health. <laughs> okay. So I'm saying direct lack of seriousness is the definition of mental health. Seriousness is the definition of mental illness. Too long in the seriousness. When was the last time you had a laugh? When was the last time you had a smile? When was the last time you saw your genius, your unlimited potential, your dreams? What is it? You give up all your dreams because you're on drugs? Mm. Give me a break here. The smartest people in the world are the ones on drugs. They're the ones with the great potentials. They just can't deal with ordinary bullshit life because it's so boring and so routine. And that's part of partially, I guess, the lack of belief that they can do more, that they are not broken. Not belief, lack of understanding. Well, I understand. There you go. Better, better, better description. Better and, but again, but better. that's that's really where people need to be aware that they're not broken, that they can do this, that they have what it takes, and they don't that's, need. That's what the three principles direct people to. Excellent. It's when they I, say, um, it's ahead, like yeah. they say, don't they, they talk about being asleep and awake, and it's like you're in the dream of thought. And when you're in the dream of thought, it's like a nightmare, and you're stuck in that, and you don't even realize you're in it. And then you, as you awaken, you realize that actually you're not your thoughts and you're not your thinking. You are that potential and you are that compassion and love. And then you can actually see them for what they are, that they are just kind of a passing story that's always changing. And so it's then that you can see that actually you have that light in you that shines and shines to the world and the connection to everybody that we're all connected by it. And when we go to that silence, that's when they talk about it's all being the same because we all have that positive feelings and silence within us. And so in the physical world, we're different and unique in that way. And we're unique in the way we see the world. But in the, in the inside, in the quietness, we're all connected and we're all part of one. And when you see that, then you see that actually that, that is your health and that is the perfection of everything. So quick question, just to, to really tie in some, some, some loose ends out there. <laughs> so, so we're talking about the principles from a, an indigenous, you know, concept. But, now, you know, from a mystical concept. Mystical concept. So, so then, not in, they're not indigenous. They're principles as uncovered by a Scotsman, Sidney Banks. So okay. It's not indigenous. All it, right. But it is. It it is. 
the ancient wisdom of the indigenous people spoken with different words. I like they, have, that they have a different trinity, which are exactly the same trinity. Christ had a trinity too, you know. What mm -hmm. were they? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So you're actually, you're answering the question because I wanted to tie it to the other religions or other forms of beliefs. That's the spiritual trinity of religion. Sidney Banks uncovered the spiritual trinity of psychology. Ah, the world wasn't that interested in psychology back in Christ's time. They weren't into that stuff. It was only when Freud took the world in the wrong direction that they became interested in that. So it wasn't needed. He, he, pure truth, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The indigenous have three principles too. The Father, Father, Son, Mother, Earth, not the son, the mother, because they're female-based. See, the, the bringer of their truth is a woman. All other religions, it's a guy. So father, son, father, mother, and the third principle is the spirit within yourself. The male and the female together in balance within yourself. Does that sound unusual? No, it sounds like common sense. Well, so, so, so there's a question. Said has... The father, no, not the father, mind, universal mind, mm -hmm. not the son. What is universal consciousness? The son inside yourself. This is the same concept. And thought, the relationship between the spiritual and the psychological worlds, bringing them into the same perspective through your human condition. You are a human being. I don't know if you know that, Hurricane. Last I are. checked. <laughs> Last time you looked down, you said, yeah, I'm a human being. So and far, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got questions about that. <laughs> and that's where people have the problem. We're, we're taught in American society, you're perfect. You can't make a mistake. You can do this with your mind. I can do it. I can do it. It's like constipation. I can do it. I can do it. You know, and of course, all you do is lay a big plunk of poop. You know, the reality, the reality of it is you surrender your your free will to God's will, mm -hmm. to universal energy, whatever word you want to call it. And you you get you access your own. Well, so so that your so you own might... wisdom. Thank you. So, Harry, you we've talked about, for example, the concept of the, 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 the Trinity, right? But then there are belief systems that don't believe in the Trinity. They believe in a higher authority, a higher power. So yeah, Judaism, I, Islam, I mean, these are different, you know. Well, it, Judaism is, is it's a Judeo-Christian principle. Uh, I didn't, you know, Jesus was a Jew. He was a rabbi. True. Who took but, it? He took it a little bit deeper. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. <laughs> That's where it comes from. He took it. He took what they had to offer, and he—they were the chosen people, not chosen better than other people. Chosen because they were following the spiritual principles of 
with God, love and understanding that God wanted. And they, they created some a book and another book. And then they got into the mystical side through the Kabbalah. And so, but Christ took that and said, ah, there's a there's a, a another layer. But also we get stuck on words, don't we? And I got stuck on words, and that's where it kind of goes wrong and where religion went wrong because we get stuck on the words, and you have to remember that he's talking about the before the form mm-hmm. and it's before the words, and so they're labels, but they're not actually describing it, they're pointing to what's within us. And you can even say like the kingdom of heaven within. And then it's talking about that space again, isn't it? That quietness within us. And so if you get stuck on the words, then you're just losing it again, which is again kind of like psychology, isn't it? You're just looking at the form, what's out there, rather than the cause. It's kind of the effect. And so it's just not getting stuck on words, really, because then you just get stuck in the head again, and then the head gets more busy, and then it's more suffering. It's letting it go and let just hearing it without thinking about it. And when they say about hearing, not hearing, the kind of capital hearing, is that it's feeling it, not actually working it out or trying to get stuck on words or try and make, make things out of words, and this word means this or this word means that. It's pointers, guides, uh, signposts. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw it's almost like looking at a map, really. When you look at a map, you're not looking at the country. Oh, you're not in the country. You're just looking at a representation. And so the words are representations of something that's before we can understand. And so I even heard Sid say that spiritual means the unknown, a mystery. And it's that, isn't it? And it's when I actually accepted that I will never understand it intellectually or I'll never grasp it intellectually. I just have to feel it and experience it. Well, well, so on that same note, sorry, Harry, just, just, I wanted yeah. to, to, to comment on, on that same note, I think, I think you, you hit on, on the principle of the unknown and as, as a general rule, a lot of people are fearful when it comes to the unknown. And that's why as a general rule, as an absolute rule. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really, I think one of the main problems, people are afraid to, to discover or even venture in that realm. Right. Uh, so I, that's, I that's the cause of mental illness. You just defined it. The mental illness is simply a definition. You're afraid. <laughs> and you're not facing the reality of things, right? <laughs> it's the ego, isn't it? The ego gets afraid of losing its identity, that it has to keep its identity and the grip on you. And when you get into that, it, it fears it, that we're losing that and it's losing its sense of self. And so even it fears the silence or even fears the love, really. And so we fear love and we fear quietness because we think we're losing who we are when we don't actually realize that we're so much more than that and actually we're all of it. And then we have the beauty of us and we have nothing to fear. We just celebrate it and enjoy it and bask in it. Joe would express that is totally different than the other members of our group would express it because we're not trying to talk about the same thing the same way. We're trying to let each individual experience their own unlimited love and potential and gift to mankind. Each one shares that same message that Joe just expressed totally differently. That's why we love our group. Right, Joe? Would you agree with that? Just even though- Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of everyone speaks in their own unique way from their own wisdom. And I mean, it came to me once that like God sings a different song for each person, but it all starts on the same note, doesn't it? Silence. And it's that, isn't it? We're all here to uniquely express ourselves. Or otherwise we'd all just be robots the same in that. So we all have to have our individual personalities and our individual will to kind of live the way we want to kind of try and live. And then we kind of ignore our wisdom and then suffer 
and it's when we kind of forget who we are, like temporarily forget. And then we kind of, it's a great thing, isn't it? People go searching in the world to try and find themselves. And it's kind of like the great joke, really, that it's, it's inside us all the whole time. And so we go looking everywhere and travel around the world and that. And I mean, it was kind of funny, wasn't it? Sid said, it's the Scotsman thing, isn't it? It's the cheapest way. You just look in the mirror and it's there. And, and it's that, I was realising that as well. It's, you don't have to find it from outside or from other people because you already have it. Well, and then, and then you have to experience that instead of, see, what's the difference? What we're saying and what psychology is saying. We're saying you're beautiful. What does psychology say? You're not beautiful. You're a loser. You're so, when I, so when I took each member of the group, what did I have to teach her? You're not a loser. You're, 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 you're really, 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 really wise. And Joe would say, I got this thing. Can we bring on this person and this person? And I go, Joe, you're missing the message. We already were the message. He go, oh, yeah, I, I totally get it. But can we bring this? How about this person? And, and, and then slowly he started to realize that the message wasn't Harry or the famous icons that the world worships. It was Joe and the other people who are the fruit of the proof. They're the proof. You see, what's the good of having a better mousetrap if there's no proof? The world has no proof. They got lots of proof of its mental illness. They got lots of proof that it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. They have lots of proof that addiction is growing, but they have no proof about successes. They have coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. well, that's not what we're talking. We're talking about unlimited potential. Now, I want to, you asked the question, how did the group start? I'm going to describe it to you. So I have this guy, John Stiley from England. He's the epitome of loser, 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 loser. Psychiatric hospitals, schizophrenia, all the big stuff and pain and all the, and he just sits in his bed. He's always in his bed. And, and, I, and I, I got together with him. And once a week, we, we got together. And we would go like higher than high. He was a Christian guy. And he really could, but he didn't like the church, didn't like Christianity. But he loved the words of Jesus Christ. And, he and we would go and we, we would just love it. So after about a month, a month and a half of this, once a week, I, I noticed something. He wasn't, he, he didn't realize that he was soaring with the eagles. And so he soared. I mean, I was loving this. You know, you know, when you're with that beautiful energy, you just love it, right? Hurricane, right? The best thing you can have. The best thing, best thing in the world. And I'm loving it. And, and he comes, and then I whisper in his ear, through Zoom, through Zoom. Do you realize how beautiful you are, John? And he goes like this. For two minutes. And a big smile comes on his face. He, even though he was sorry, he didn't realize how beautiful he was. No one had ever said that. That's a ridiculous concept. They had always told them the opposite. Like if you tell a kid you're stupid, guess what happens? They believe labels, labels, labels. That's the problem with the world. Labels, all wrong, all stupid. 
I'd go into my daughter's grade two class and at the break, all the teachers are agreeing what the label is of the kid and that's how they're doing. The kid starts to react to that. I come in, I don't see the label, guess what happens? The kid doesn't act like that. How come? How come? No label. He dropped his label and that's when the group started. And then quickly a second guy came and they started to share this beautiful thing. And then Joe came in, a beehive of questions and stuff. But you see, I'm no fool. You might think I'm a fool, you people listening to me, but I'm no fool. I'm an incredible judge of mental health. I heard that perfect note, that Joe schmuck, that guy who talks like all this, he's got it, he's got it. I saw it, brought him into the group. I didn't know we were a group. I was just bringing people in together to share their spiritual, psychological experience. Boom, Joe says, we've got a Phoenix group, mental health group, want to talk there. I go, hey, that's a good idea. A vision comes. Oh, a vision. Oh, from the greater gods through me. Whoa. I shivered my, no, I didn't do it. And, and I said, oh, my God, we can share this message with the world. The world needs to hear. If we help one person not have to suffer through the stupidity of the world, one person, we've accomplished a mate, we've done everything we want, need to do. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, we had three more. A PhD in physics, a psychotherapist, and a crazy guy from Croatia who a year before I had worked with him, this guy was lost. This was a waste of time, except it wasn't. A year later, he had heard. He phoned me up. He said, let's get, I want to join the group. I say to myself, okay, I'll be nice to him. He, He can't join the group. But he had changed. He had evolved. He had transformed. You are not what you are now. I'm 75 years old, Hurricane. I guarantee you at 65, I had a lot of more bullshit than I have now. I have a lot now, but imagine what I had before. So I guess I, I can't even speak now. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a long way to go. <laughs> well, not that far behind, but but definitely I know I have a lot of luggage that I need to, to pretty much you know get rid of here. And, uh, but you know what? I, I listen to you and and I and I appreciate your concept and uh, I I know there's a lot so, of what is the concept what is the concept that created the transformation that Joe and the other five people have experienced what is the concept is we that should look, we should look at that what is the concept are you asking me a question or <laughs> well, I'm, I'm leading to the question you're going to ask. Well, so, so again, as far as I see and why here right now, the idea of, first of all, tapping into yourself, stop, you know, getting into bullshit, as you said, and really just, just take that away. Like, you know, you almost like clean yourself, you know, come out to the spiritual world and basically you're free. I mean, yeah, that's, I think that's what it is. We have to free ourselves, you know, and our minds from all the nonsense that we've been cluttered with. 
And, and that's, that's where you're a heartbeat. To your point, you're talking to John. He's in bed and you say, you're beautiful. We don't hear a lot of that stuff. I, to be honest with you, nobody tells you like how good you are. <laughs> no, actually, they tell you how bad you are and how, how things, or sometimes they're hypocrites. They'll tell you how good you are, but they're really not meaning it. And you can read through that as well. So, so I guess the concept here is there is a way to do this without going through the, the original system. To your point, the, the sickness system is through the health system, tap into the mental health, not to the, the disease and the, the prognosis and the diagnosis that is not going anywhere. Am I catching that correct? What do you think, Joe? <laughs> I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me really is when you kind of say about the principles, what you call mind and that and, or God, and how it applied to me really is that before I would, try and get rid of my thoughts or try and fight them and thinking mm -hmm. I have to get rid of this and I have to, and it would just cause more and more problems. And then I'd trigger chronic fatigue and become ill. And it's when I realized there was that, what you call higher power, that if I give, give to that and I let go of trying to fight, that actually it naturally takes me back there. And I can see it in nature as well. Like I had a tree that just completely died and I thought that was the end of the tree. And then suddenly the little green sprouts started sprouting out. And realize that actually we have that within us as well, that actually it will bring us back to health and the intelligence is always guiding us back. It's just that we fight against it and try and control ourselves and try and do it ourselves rather than just actually relaxing and kind of just actually realizing that that's what it's naturally trying to do, bring us back the whole time. And so it's not something you have to fight or try and force or try and willfully make happen. It's more kind of the opposite really when they say look within because we're actually it is it the opposite mm. that it's the opposite of trying to make it happen take the foot off the pedal people relax and and just take a a breath of fresh air your natural state when you're not bummed out is what is it hurricane when you're not bummed out what's your natural state a peace that's a beautiful way to describe it. Well, I have a better word that may, may add up, which is enlightenment. I think if we're enlightened, we're not worried anymore about everything. We're in a better place. Yes, but are you enlightened? On one level, absolutely. On another level, absolutely not. Because of the clutter, because everything that we're shoving into our... Well, <laughs> Physical, biological, you know. Uh, you're just, you're, you're left, you have not had the experience of being enlightened, but you are enlightened. And that's the mental health we're talking about. You are already that. You're just pretending you're not. I like that. And as long as you pretend, that will be the world you see. But as soon as you change thoughts, that's all that happens to just change thought. He said, I just experienced my relationship with God. No big deal. It was really a small little thing. No big deal. Everyone in the room goes, oh, it's no big deal. <laughs> you know, it's no big deal. You already are it. See, that's what I have accepted. I know I got a lot of bullshit. I'm not talking about what I'm saying on this show, but I know I'm living as a human being. But I also have a feeling of trust that I'm enlightened. But I don't call it enlightenment because I call it true self. I like that. That's fair. Just another word. Joe might have his own definition. 
yeah. definition of the word. But the feeling of resilience is built in to our system naturally if you don't interfere with it. There was a, there was a bear in, in one end of the stream and was pooping in the water. And this fisherman went and he wondered what it was. So he scooped it up and he examined the, the poop and looked at it. And finally he realized, no, it's just poop. So he threw it back in the water. The bear, of course, had eaten a lot of berries, so he pooped again, and he picks it up and he examines the, the poop and looks at it and he goes, yeah, no, it's poop. Third time around, another big load of poop comes on. He goes, maybe I'll let it flow on by. That's, <laughs> that's the three principles in an essence. Let it flow on by. You don't have to examine everything. You don't have to act on every thought. That is not my words, that's Sidney Banks's words. You do not have to act on every thought you have. Let some of them go. And it actually thoughts neutral, isn't it? Until we put power into it and put life into it. And if we see it like that, actually, without the power we put into it, it will just fly away on its own like a little bird. And, and if you happen to pick it up, throw it back into water. You don't like have that. to hold on to it for the rest of your life. Well, because somebody says you should hold on to it. But but you know we're, I know we're coming up to the end of the show. But but you you're right. I mean, unfortunately, people carry that burden with them, and everything they have so much loads of 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 everything, and whatever they experience, you know, they kind of live with that, and it just you know over really whelms them. And to your point, it's easier to just. Let it flow. Let it, you know, let it be. Don't, don't bother with it. Don't let everything get into you. You have to be really like almost um, clear. I mean, just, just that. And people don't have that ability. Well, I wouldn't say people. I mean, some do potentially. No, everyone, everyone has it built in. Well, built in, correct. But, but not they don't, they don't applicable. Yeah. They don't, they don't have an awareness, consciousness of it. Right. Until, and, and then that's why what we're teaching is not information based it's insight based the person has to have you're 100 correct what you're defining that is the state of mind of most people and they need to have an insight to see a sight within to see the truth once they see the truth they can never deny it they can try to deny it but they can't deny it and it and it and it grows and grows and grows even though they fight it it cannot help so the insight is a joke because you're always having insights every day but you're just not aware that you're using the spiritual power to let go of thought you know somebody comes to a mother who is it who is really bummed out has her child come and cry she drops the thought of being bummed out and picks up the child, oh, poor baby. And after 10 minutes, the baby, she gets a good feeling, the baby goes away, and then she goes back to her thoughts. She doesn't have to. She already had a good feeling. Why not stay in the good feeling? Well, with those words, Harry, we're, we're about to, to wrap up our show. But I, I do want to, I guess, guide people to how they can reach out to you guys. I know our That's videos- Joe's job. Please, correct <laughs> Please reach out to Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe is the communication manager. I'm just the ham and cheese. 
you, you yeah. did a little bit more than just that, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so uh, again, for the purpose of the show, obviously, you know, uh, people may be listening and well, then they'll be listening and watching, but they might want to maybe get in touch and learn more. Um, you know, I, I do have the description of the group and, and your mission and all the stuff and the principles in the description of the show. But um, I don't have any links. I do have the YouTube uh, videos and things like that. So, Joe, maybe if you can just let me know what would be the best way uh, via our, you know, uh, messaging, and then I can put yeah. that also in, in the system. Okay? Sure. If you want to um, contact me, it'd be a pleasure. And I'm always happy to come and speak to everyone and share a message. Um, you can email me at mentalhtjoe at gmail.com. And also... Uh, He'll post that. He'll you send yeah, that. Yeah, I'll post that as yes. well, yeah. Yeah. And also the five-minute video that we we have a five-minute and a 30-minute video emphasizing the wisdom of the group, not the wisdom of Harry Derbitsky. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I mean it. It's, it's, it's a very important message. This is not a Harry Derbitsky group. This is a group that has a universal message of healing mental health. Well, I will, I will have the links also of the, the videos. And so, uh, you know, how everybody can tap and into our, it. And our website as well, Joe. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah. And LinkedIn yeah. page as well. We're on LinkedIn as well. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have all those. And so people can can literally reach out any way they feel. And uh, certainly, obviously, they can learn from the, the discussion today because I think we, you've covered the principles and, and how they operate and what is what it would take to, to get there. Uh, and anyone watching or listening, they can they can get that vibe they can get that mission they can get that you know the actual tools just just even listening to this show and i'm obviously reaching out and doing more that gives them a lot more of ammunition to to get in a bet to be in a better place and and i guess if there's any any uh-oh <laughs> yeah, using the ammunition that's right <laughs> well well it is an ammunition to 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 be better to to really be relieved to to almost remove that old self and be a new you. Uh, and I think, I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, we all can tap into that and, and, and be a new person in, in a better light and, 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 and live a happier life to your point, as you, you said, I'm 75, you know, I've had a lot more then and now, well, anybody listening at any age, I think they can shed some stuff out of the way. Now it'd be easier, <laughs> you know, uh, but you're right. Sometimes it takes time before we can realize all these things. So, uh, that being said, any last words, guys? Just relax and have a good time. Forget about all that nonsense. Just relax. Just be ordinary. Just be an ordinary person. You're not sick. They don't, it doesn't matter what they're saying. Just got, be guided. Direct yourself into that peace. And just, just live doesn't matter what the world is saying or what they're thinking or what people are telling you. You are beautiful. We need your beauty. I need your beauty. I mean it. I need your beauty. Feel that. You will share more when you're in a loving state. I could go on forever, of course. Well, that, that, that is fact. And you know what? I think unless Joe has something else to add to that, I think that was the, the best, you know, conclusion to show. Uh, be beautiful, stay beautiful, feel beautiful. I think that's that's a great message. Uh, Joe, you want to add to that? Um, I think for me as well, it's just kind of ask yourself, who is the one who's perceiving your thoughts? Who is the one who's watching? 
and observing and just kind of deeply go into yourself really don't try and work it out but actually see and see that actually what's the thing that stays constant and healthy and just 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 experience and investigate it really and so you can see it for yourself not not just believe somebody but actually see it for yourself and actually see actually yeah how it actually helps your life and that's the essence of everything we're saying you have to see it for yourself it's your puzzle you have to solve it I'm not even going to add anything to that. So with that being said, I think we have the message. We know what the homework should be. <laughs> so folks, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening in. Uh, it's been a fun, very interesting uh, topic that we all can benefit from. Uh, thank you for the advice, folks. Uh, Joe, Harry, it's been fun. It's enlightening. And, and literally, uh, it, it, the hour went by fast. We actually, you know, hit about 15 minutes <laughs> over the hour. But it was worth every minute of it. So thank you. And, um, you know, um, folks, we'll be talking soon. Different guests, different show, different topic. Talk soon. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye.